In a world full of distractions, there is one big question on every dog owner's lips. How do I become more than just the person holding the other end of the leash? We all get dogs with a dream in mind, a vision of the future. And if right now your everyday reality isn't quite that picture you had in mind, you are in the right place. It really doesn't have to be this way. You absolutely can and will be more to your dog than just the person who gets in between them and the world. The key is you need to be more sexy. More sexy than the neighbourhood cats. More sexy than the jogger in the park. More sexy than that half-eaten hamburger they just found on the floor. And yes, even more sexy than the dog across the road. I'm Tom. And I'm Lauren. Together Together we're we're Absolute Dogs. Dogs. And you're listening to the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast. to this episode of the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast, the podcast that arms you with everything that you need to be the very best dog only a dog could wish for. Now today we have a question from one of our listeners and she says, God, how do you guys handle this? Days when things just do not go right for you. And basically... I don't know what to do. I know I have many days like this when I've said, my dog has never done that before. And then yet on that day, they never, like they've nevered before. <laughs> what do you game changers do with this information? I love it. I love it. I love it. And it's a really common one. Um, and so I think, first of all, we should talk about consideration. Second thing that we should talk about is actually what to do in the moment, what to do on the day. And so first thing to tackle on this would be, actually, maybe it's nothing to do with that day. Maybe it's to do with the days that came before it. You know, that idea of a bucket that gets filled by scary things, exciting things, frustrating things, distracting things. And then all of a sudden the bucket overflows and it's like, oh, they never did that before. And so... And the funny thing is when people say, I I just didn't see it coming. Mm. I didn't see it coming. And yet, Tom, I suppose we should all see it coming. Yeah, absolutely. And we should actually, you know, really almost have a, a bit of a get a bit of a sense of where how full your dog's bucket is based on how they're behaving. And then the second thing is, is actually being aware of what is going to fill your dog's bucket so that you can manage their lifestyle a little bit better. Even something that might be great with you and your dog, like I train agility and I love agility. I love training my dogs. It's still bucket filling. Like it's it's massively bucket filling. Often I will try not to train on a Monday after I've been competing all weekend because mm. I just feel like, both physically and mentally, they need decompression time. And I feel that Mondays often is the wrong day to pick to train them. Same as a Friday. I try try not to pick them on a Friday up to train. I I sort of think like, you know what, I'll just give you a day to chill. We'll walk. We'll, I'm I'm not going to like pick up training today. And it's, it's, it's trying to pick up where, even if it's a fun thing, even if they're having a joyous time, whether they're um, out on the beach and, and flying down the beach chasing birds or whether they're doing something um, similar, it, it can be bucket filling. So it, it, these things can be bucket filling. And I think it's really, really, really important uh, to acknowledge uh, our individual dogs and our individual um, things that might have played and therefore we need to, um, we need to address and adjust it for them. What can we do about this? I think first thing is actually we'd suggest this person almost just takes a moment to reflect on what has happened over the past few days and try, you know, to keep a, almost like a little bit of a log or a little bit of a diary. A journal, isn't yeah. it? It's a journal opportunity and it's certainly an opportunity to be reflective and to be the reflective practitioner, yeah. right? Tom? And also actually when you're doing that journaling, 
just popping your dog away for a bit mm. and giving yourself a breather. So if they have, if, if they start doing something that you really just didn't see coming or you're having a bad day mm. or it isn't going to plan or everything's just not as you expected it, mm. you know what, park that. Mm. And and even to the degree I will put my dog away somewhere, yeah. whether that's a kitchen, whether that's um, their, their bed, their pen, uh, maybe they've got a crate or a, an airline uh, crate or something like that. Mm. I'm going to go, you know what, you have some decompression time. I'm yeah. going to have some decompression time. Let's just uh, reset. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So first tip, keep a diary. Second tip, allow for decompression. Third is actually, if you know that you're in one of those phases of, oh my word, they've never done that before, actually, let's let's kind of take some responsibility away from them because they're not really handling that responsibility very well right now. Maybe it is that um, we, we, we don't expose them to, I don't know, visitors. Maybe it is that actually if they're wanting to, you know, if, they're, if their bucket's overflowing and they're using that to bark out of the window at passers-by, maybe we close the curtains that well, day. Well, maybe they don't get, I mean, I, um, the old, my old house had a big front window access mm. where they could could see the car park turning up they could see guests or trainers or whatever else going mm. on they could see it out the window and actually tom for them sometimes you just mm. didn't give them that responsibility so yeah. actually they just weren't invited upstairs yeah so actually upstairs was the wrong place for them when yeah. they were going to sit and police the window yeah. and actually they weren't doing good things with their mm. responsibility and i think whether it's close the curtain whether it's actually say you don't get access to mm. this I, th- yeah. I think both is Maybe okay pop them on lead yeah. right pop them yeah. on lead in the house so that actually they're not spending their time at the you know at the window they're spending their and time next to you so you can support people will them. say things like oh well i couldn't pop them on lead in house why not why not why would you not put them in on, on in house or or someone else say oh i couldn't pop them in the bathroom and i'm like why couldn't they go in the bathroom like my dogs will go in the bathroom if 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 i'm in a hotel quite often uh, say someone comes to the room i'll pop them in the bathroom like that it, it, i think we have these sort of rules that you can't mm. and i think sometimes we've got to disturb that and ask why not yeah absolutely next thing is as part of almost this taking away some responsibility from them that also means that we have to support them more maybe communicate with them more maybe help them out more so that might mean that you know if we take the example of the passers-by um, uh, through the living room window maybe we have their daily food allowance on us and we're actively feeding them for seeing the people and you might say but I don't normally have to do that but also you maybe you don't normally have to do that when your dog's bucket is not overflowing and actually now you know what they need a little bit of help and when i get in that situation of of oh, never have they done that before or i can't believe this has happened or they've seriously let me down or i've let mm-hmm. them down or whatever it might be that's the time to reset and that's mm-hmm. the time to set some new goals or that's the time to say okay this is where we are this is what i'm going to look to do because i think once you give yourself a solution or a um, a way forward, mm. you stop being upset with the problem. So I know when I've had, um, I'll give you an, an example, uh, Venture worried about other dogs. And I've, I've seen that she's been worried about other dogs. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to be back here again. I want to mm. be like in the place where she's not worried. Actually, let's reset and let's think about the three things I can do to help her uh, and actually to grow in the direction I want to. Because if I sit and focus on why she's worried and what she's worried about and how she's worried and, and what she's doing when she's worried, then actually I only sort of manifest the problem mm-hmm. and I make the problem bigger and bigger and worse and worse. If I actually just go like, right, let's level up, let's let's work on what I can work on. Okay, the three things I could do with her, I could do um, boundary games in new environments and spaces to give her a little bit of a safety space and, and, and some confidence. I could be playing some optimism games and take it away from the environment and, and be boosted 
boosting that generally. And I can be looking at all my safeguarding tactics. Actually, she'll jump in my arms when I need her to. I can set her from my arms when I go to an agility competition or whatever it might be I'm doing. Mm. Or if I'm going out, let's not take her out in big spaces right now. Let's just take her out in the home setting or places where I know mm. what I'm going to see in the right scenarios. Um, and so uh, for me, when I think about what I can do rather than what is going wrong, I leave myself feeling much more empowered and much more ready to take it on, Tom. And I think yeah. sometimes we can we can talk ourselves into this is a bigger problem than it actually is. Absolutely. And, um, and you know, one, one part of that is you might have a plan of what you wanted to do and then you might discover actually your dog, you know, your dog's not, th- this isn't the best day to implement that plan. I've got a really current example, a horse example. I um, So Mason's had a week off um, and he never has a week off. Um, and so he's had a week off. I um, had all plans about what I was going to work on in um, in my lesson with him last night. We have a weekly lesson on a, a Tuesday evening. And um, one of those were, were his halts. I um, hopped on him. He literally stormed off like this super like powerful walk. And um, I was just sorting my girth out, getting my feet in the stirrups. As soon as my feet were in the stirrups, he just broke into canter. And I took that as interesting. This is not the day to work on halts, but I can work on his canter down the center line right and sometimes you've actually got to be like you know what this is the you know, square peg round hole let's you know meet in the middle somewhere because your dog's going to have times like it's, that it's pick your battles because actually yes tom might have wanted to work on holes actually in the big grand scheme of things what's more important actually the relationship's more mm. important and, and he that was just relationship really happy that i was back it's not going like, to be halting right like that's not going <laughs> to add to the that's not going to add to the feeling great and, and and actually possibly if you did decide to work on halts you possibly would even add some stress into mm. that relationship because it would be going at, in, in conflict with yeah. with where he was and one thing that's really consistent across you know um horse training and 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 dog training is if you train with tension that tension will be in in there and it will be in there whether it be that behavior whether it be that you know that that particular movement whether it be that particular skill that you're looking to grow in your dog so you could create very tense optimism you could create very tense calmness which the two don't go together right and so you're not really growing what you want to grow because you you've almost picked the wrong time or not not transitioned your dog to the session which is ultimately what we want to do really we want to um effectively train less get better results right you know we, we, we should constantly be looking to be even more efficient in working with our dogs so i think going back to the original struggle just to make sure that you guys know our tips you know where we're working you know what we're thinking we all have bad days. Yeah. We all have dogs uh, that do things they've never done before. We all have moments where we feel like we've failed. We all have sessions or scenarios where we think, oh my goodness, am I actually a dog trainer? That's even Tom and I. Yeah. Like like embarrassing moments or moments okay. where we're like, oh goodness, like that isn't supposed to happen right now yeah. or or, um, or I just didn't see that coming. It's the fun uh, of the normal. beast, right? Yeah. It's that, Working that's, with animals. <laughs> that's why we do it. So... In that, I suppose my final tip, point, hack, help would be kind of don't don't beat yourself up on it. Don't don't be angry with yourself. Don't be disappointed in yourself. Don't be upset with where you are. 
actually in the big grand scheme of things, you're out there trying, you're in the arena, whether that be taking your dog out for walks or whether that be um, taking your dog away from walks and training in your home home space, you're trying and you're trying for your dog and you're doing your best by your dog. And we support you in that. And we're really pleased you're advocating for your dog in dog training. Your dog's very lucky to have you. Uh, if they do things that you weren't expecting out there, well, hey, it's an opportunity, like we always say, to level up and, and to get better. Right, yeah, Tom? Absolutely. They are, they are almost commanding you to level up and you might not be grateful right now but in a couple of months you'll you definitely will be. be grateful right so with that guys that was this episode of the sexier than a squirrel podcast we will see you next time and remember stay, stay sexy. sexy hey before you go have you taken part in the worldwide sexier than a squirrel challenge it's a 25 day online video program huge energy amazing community and over a hundred thousand people are already taking part the only question is, you know where you are today. Where do you want to be in 25 days from now? Head to absolutedogs.me forward slash sexy.